Welcome to today's podcast, Politics 101 with David Orr. This is our fifth podcast on this year's municipal elections. To listen to our previous guests, uh, which include Alderman Maria Haddon from 49, Alderman Scott Wagesbach from 32, former Alderman and author Dick Simpson, and our most recent show on the race for mayor with political strategist Delmarie Cobb and Dan Cohen, go to Spotify and or rss.com. Uh, let's meet today's guest, Elu Gutierrez, the newly elected alderman of the 14th Ward. Not only excited for her future, uh, a young, dynamic uh, alderwoman, but we're so delighted because she beat the candidate of Ed Burke. And I think Ed Burke, I can't remember if he came to city council in 74 or 75, but he's been there a long, long time. We may talk about him a little bit. Uh, so when she is sworn in in mid-May, he will no longer be on the city council. He might even be heading off to uh, sometimes the taxpayer's second home. We'll see about that, whether or not he's ever convicted of, of one of his uh, alleged crimes. So uh, welcome, Elu. Thank you so much. Thank you for the invitation. Well, you bet. Let, let's start. Tell us more about you, okay? Um, we know you're born in Mexico. We know you have a couple daughters. Um, I do want to say maybe a couple quick things, though. Quick things to give a little more background, then I want you to fill it in more. Um, so um, one of the most important things that you've been doing recently is that you were the district director for Commissioner Alma Anaya. Uh, and I believe from what I've read and heard about, there's two very important things that you did while you were there. Uh, one of them was working on the census. Remember the census, particularly because Trump's people were in charge, they did a lot to minimize Latino and black um, and others in terms of the census. So that was very important work that you did. And secondly, on COVID relief during the pandemic. Both of those took a lot of organizing and outreach, which probably showed your skills and it might have helped you when you actually ran. Um, uh, Halu's also been very active uh, in school board stuff. Um, and so welcome. Nice to have you on the show. Thank you so much, David. I really appreciate the invitation and uh, to be here today. I am really excited uh, after the election uh, to be invited um, to share my experience and to talk about uh, more about me and, and the work that I'm planning to do in city council. Uh, yeah, as you said, I'm the proud mom of two little ones, uh, Aranza, who's about to be six in September, and Natalia, who will be two on May. So busy as well at home. Um, but yeah, Natalia, uh, it's a COVID baby. So all, all that, those initiatives that you were talking about, all the census work and all the COVID relief, uh, COVID relief that we did, I was pregnant with my little Natalia. So of course, uh, I was able to, to learn a lot uh, through these times, but also uh, 
I feel blessed that I had that opportunity to serve the community because when people tell me, no, you can't do it because of too many reasons, it's just because they really don't, don't want to do work, right? Because of course, being pregnant in a pandemic, I had to show up for my community. And, then, uh, and for me, there was no doubt that I was staying back or staying at home, even though I was nervous. Of course, I was scared because no one knew about what's going to happen uh, with that COVID. But um, I had to stand up for my community. And I could tell you that, of course, is I learned so much. And of course, working with Commissioner Anaya, a super committed person, great mentor, great friend of mine, um, I understood and I learned so much from her. And working together to give all those initiatives and support and, and, and you know, from food distributions to vaccines, from tests, and finding the ways to better our community. Of course, the plan that we had when, when I got uh, hired as a district director, I presented my plan uh, for, for, for a yearly plan for activities and workshops and, and stuff that we were planning on doing. But then the pandemic hit. And of course, nothing that we had planned, nothing went like that, right? We had to switch over. We have, if I was planning to get to meet all the different uh, stakeholders and people that we were gonna work, we had to just, do it in, 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 in a pace that we didn't thought about. So it was uh, a great opportunity for me to serve our community. So when I was running, a lot of people remember all the help that, that, I, that I was, um, all, all that work that I did back then. Um, they all remember, oh yeah, the pregnant girl that works with Commissioner Naya, right? A lot of people remember me like that, right? The nonstop woman that uh, was organizing all these events and those, all, those, all these initiatives. So. Yes. Um, so as you said, I was born and raised in Mexico. Let me just go back a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. I came to the United States at the age of 20. So I've been in U.S. for 15 years. I've called. Uh, we first migrated to California, me and my parents. Then I moved my way uh, here to Chicago, where I finished my second bachelor's, uh, which is um, hospitality management and business. And re I realized the disparities between the communities, right? I, I landed in Brighton Park and I realized because I had friends and family that lived in the north side and in the suburbs and then visiting them, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Why is it different over there than over here, right? Why do we don't have those parks, those libraries, those spaces for our families, right? So then is it's what I, I understood as soon as I got here. And um, then I knew that, that, that Chuy was, was running to be the first Latino mayor. I already knew about the, the amazing work that he was doing, you know, the different uh, levels of government he worked, and I wanted to be involved. So I realized that the only way that I could do something to better our community was getting involved, right? So I started volunteering for that campaign, and it's where all the love and, and, and all the passion for, for elected office started. I would never thought I was running for office, but all my 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 uh, work, and my volunteering, and my work at Chicago Public Schools, and being involved in community organizations in my community led me to government and led me to run for office. When they told me, "Hey, Lou, you've been organizing since day one," I was like, "Oh, you're right. <laughs> you've been in in so many initiatives already, right? You're ready to serve as an elected official." But all of that work throughout the years paved the way. Also, you know, as a mama, two little ones, of course, we know how important it is to have safe communities, well-funded schools and programs. And I was able to see all the differences between the communities and it, that got me involved. Well, I, I, and I personally think that's great because your, your activism 
in a sense, brought you to more of a political understanding of what had to be done. Meanwhile, I'm approached from a much longer perspective because of my age, et cetera. Uh, and I remember how crucial, because um, uh, I was in the council when Chewy got elected, and I was delighted to actually help him at the time. And then once he became a state senator, again, he, he began trying to do so much to build you know, a, a powerful voice because Latinos need to be heard and they weren't heard that well in the city council at that time at all. Um, so that all brings us to the, the great background, but how did you pull this off? Now, I know the ward has changed a bit, but you had a smashing victory over, um, it wasn't Ed Burke himself because he, he realized he couldn't go on, but you ran, ran against his candidate. And I think, didn't you get about 65% of the vote? Yes, and so, so 6535, and this was a community um, one, right? We won as a community. I want to say that, of course, I, I, I couldn't have done this alone. Um, I'm part of this great coalition, this great team, Chui, right? Which uh, Commissioner Anaya, Aaron Ortiz, which is now the commitment as well, right? The state representative commitment. Uh, also, Edgar Gonzalez Jr., the other um, representative. Um, Javier Loera Cervantes, the new senator, was also supporting me. Selena Villanueva helped out. Uh, every single one in the coalition, but all the staffers and all the community organizations and people, right? The new, all these words that we were talking, everybody got so excited, right? And um, the school, the last school I worked at, David, is Hernandez Middle School. So, knocking on doors. I was able to see my former students, the parents that I organized with, right? So, and they remember how we fought together when we were in the local school council, because some stuff wasn't working right. And they remember how I stood up for the community. I've never kept silence. And that's why they said, yes, Halu needs to be our new older person, older man, older woman. Sometimes they don't even know how to call me. And I'm like, just call me Halu, right? Because uh, they knew that the work they've done but also the importance of having someone different, someone that is really gonna work for us and with us, right? After all those 54 years that you're mentioning, when they knew, right, that he wasn't running himself, but he was backing up this other person, they realized that it's gonna be the continuation of mismanagement, neglection, and being forgotten, right? So that's why uh, everybody as a unity, as in collaboration, we all work together. I'm gonna be honest, we walked the ward six times. I gave six passes to the whole ward. It was it was hard work. I was nonstop uh, Monday through Sunday. A lot of sacrifices because, of course, you know I have my two little ones. I wasn't able uh, to spend so much time with them. Of course, I would just drop off my daughter at school, pick her up, and, and just little times, right? Not the time I would have loved, but with the support of my parents, my husband, and, and my team, right? And all these elected officials, Chewy himself, everybody, were helping me a lot. Um, I learned from each other. Also, you know, I've been involved in some other campaigns. I started with Chui 2015 when he ran the first time, but then I continued to get involved in all of the uh, all of the other ones, right? So I learned from each other. And um, but walking, talking to constituents, going to events, churches, schools, you know, I, I was present as much as I could. It was a nonstop situation, but we made it possible because. Uh, we under, we understand um, that that's the only way uh, to win elections, right? Whoever tells you that the candidate needs to be in the campaign office and not move, 
that's that's wrong, right? The, the winning candidates are the ones that are out there talking to the community and learning from the community. Because of course, I know from a first hand what it takes, what, what we need. But hearing those stories door to door is gonna what was gonna help me uh, be a, a good elder person. Because I'm gonna understand block by block what do they need and uh, what it takes. And uh, particularly in a local election, like an automatic race, there's where, uh, again, you don't necessarily need as much money, particularly if you can go out and meet the voters all the time. But let's remind people, I said earlier, that you're part of a movement um, that started a long time ago, okay? That, uh, again, when, when Chewy um, got back into office as a county commissioner, uh, all the stuff was building, and partly with his leadership and others, that the first big move, if I remember right, was, let's see, so, so the key was there was this movement going on, and one of the big first things is when I, and I believe it was uh, Ortiz, right, that beat Dan Burke for state rep, okay, Ed Burke's brother. So very significant. Uh, so all that time these battles were going on, kind of with the old machine. Um, your race, I don't think you had, you know, sometimes the old days was really rough. I don't think you had that, partly because uh, you were, frankly, a front runner, I think, from the beginning. Um, so anyway, you're here. So um, what do you want to do in the future? And how do you feel you're going to fit in with uh, this kind of wild and crazy Chicago City Council? Well, we need to continue building. And of course, after the pandemic, um, we just need to build back community, right? We block by block, we, we need to go back to the uh, black club model and, and organize our, our neighbors right block by block so that way they're also involved and part of this movement right people oftentimes feel alone and, and, and don't feel that connection with local government or to any level of government to be honest so i would love to for them uh to come to my office speaking spanish in english if we need polish translation or any other we need to be accessible right my number one priority, of course, safety as overall in the whole city of Chicago. But deep down in our world, we need to revive those city services. We need to have that connection with our community where they come in, they feel listened, and we put our hands to work. And those dollars, tax dollars that they pay, they see it in their community. Because sometimes um, it's just broken promises. They don't see what's going on. I want to be transparent. I want them to know what streets we're paving, what curbs we're doing, what alleys we're repairing, and, and, and item by item for them to see it on a daily basis, right? I really appreciate uh, all the volunteers and community that gave me this opportunity to better serve the ward. Of course, big shoes to fill because it's been 54 years, right? A lot of things need to change, but we just want uh, our community to feel heard and uh, for them to understand that we're here for them that we, uh, our salaries are paid from their tax dollars and they need to know where their money is going. Let me ask you about um, some of the practical things. Um, now it's changed a bit, but of course, when I came in a long time ago as a new alderman, the machine still controlled everything. Now I was fortunate enough to get a really good ward superintendent, but some of the other things that I needed, the machine controlled them and they would do anything possible to hurt hurt me because they hope to beat me four years later. How about that for you? Um, is there a good ward superintendent? 
Um, will you be able to pick your own? Or you have to worry, and hopefully not, about bureaucracy to make sure there's people there that are not old machine types who will try and harm uh, your ability to reach out to your voters. Yeah, so my understanding right now is that we have a temporarily uh, workshop, which um, I don't know. I, have been, I haven't been able to talk to them or, or meet them. Um, what I've learned, because telling you I'm learning how the processes need to be. Of course, I'm looking for an office, to so looking to hire the best staff, bilingual that could help out our community. But also, um, I don't have no one in mind yet for that important, because I know how important a word superintendent is. So I want to see who's there temporarily, who other opportunities we have to to maybe uh, not sure if what, whatever person I have in mind could be my my word superintendent or it needs to be a process. I'm still learning how does does that work. But of course, we need to have someone that is willing to do the work because our community is not clean. Our community has not been taken care of for, for those years. So we really need someone that, that, that understand how important that job is and how important is that connection with the community and how their work is going to impact on a daily basis, right? And how people is going to be able to see if I'm doing a, a good work or not through their eyes too, right? Who's able to coordinate all the departments and the garbage pickup and the snow removal and everything what it takes, right? Those alleys and those tires and everything that they dump there. So I really would love to have someone that is really committed, that is willing to do the work and that totally put the shirt on of, of 14 Ward and we all have it, like me and, and the uh, staff that we're going to hire will do. So we just need to work in collaboration. And also to answer the other question that you were giving me, of course, we'll be focused on the 14 Ward, but I also want to unite with all my other uh, colleagues and city council members, because a lot of people, and you just asked me, how are you going to do with everybody? Because we have different uh, views and different approaches to, to some items. So I want to be a unifier too. I want to work with everybody, even though we may not think the same, but at the end, we need to all of us understand and remember that our residents are first. And whatever decision we make, we have to make sure that the whole city of Chicago, it's okay. And our residents, our communities are heard and taken care. So I'm gonna try my best to talk to everybody. I've been, uh, I've been blessed to be starting to get to know some of them and they've been welcoming me. They've been so nice, handing me a hand to explain and for me to understand some processes and the departments and how to manage the office and, and know what it takes. So I feel good because uh, they, they've been welcoming me and, and I know we can work together. Because it's going to be a um, as you look forward to going to the city council, and because you're lucky because you didn't have to have a runoff, so you you're there at the very beginning. Um, are you staying out of the mayor's race? Yes, so right now, yes. Uh, at this one, you know, my heart is with Chewy. You know, all the forces and and, and all the coalition were with Chewy. But also, uh, we haven't met with the 14 more Democrats, right? So uh, we haven't been able to meet and, uh, and decide who we're we doing. So right now, I'm focusing on having some time with my family. I'm getting an office and to hire my staff, my superintendent, because I need someone as committed as I am to serve our community. And, yeah. and you've seen it. I'm a hard worker. Monday through Sunday, early evenings, nights, it doesn't matter, right? So I really need to uh, focus on that. 
Um, I want to be accessible and transparent, as I said, but I want to find a, a good space, which could be at the middle of the ward. So all of the different communities in my ward could commute easily uh, near a bus stop with parking lot. Like, of course, I want everything, right? But we just need to be, it's, it's been hard uh, to find a place, but we're continuing to do our best to find a good office space. And also, you know, starting to, to, to see who am I going to hire. So that's been my focus these days. But recharge, but also be with my little ones because I haven't been able to be with them, which is so important. Um, right. mm -hmm. Five-year-old is so excited because mommy is a concejal. She even yesterday we went to to have dinner with my husband and even the waitress asked, what are you guys celebrating today? And she was so excited because mommy won. She's a concejal. <laughs> She's an older person now. She was so excited. So if she's excited, I know other girls and other youth are watching me doing this and I'm excited to be a, continue to be a role model for them. Well, I, I think, you know, one of the things that will work well for you, because you can certainly argue that your ward has been un, 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 unserved or not served well, except for those insiders that always got the favors uh, through Ed Burke, et cetera. But being the organizer you are, um, and as people feel free, they can come forward and, and get those complaints. Then I, I, I see a lot of your, uh, your challenge will be dealing with the bureaucracy and, and why, okay, take care of that alley, take care of this problem, take care of that problem. And at some point, of course, you'll have to get on them if they're not performing well. And that's where you kind of figure out whether or not the people in City Hall overall are doing a fair job for you. But uh, I do think your organizing skills and the fact that people will call you It'll be difficult, but I do, I do think that's great for you. And then working with the council, it's hard to say right now. Um, I I make the point with some of my friends who are let's say more optimistic than me that we really have never really had a progressive city council. We had uh, when Mayor Washington was mayor, the council was not progressive at all, but he was able to force uh, many of his followers to follow his progressive agenda. Um, so it'll, it'll be a real challenge for you all in that new council, and you'll see, you know, what comes up, and um, no matter what, I think you're sworn in around the 15th or so. Yes, maybe. So uh, very soon we'll know who the mayor is, and then each of the mayor will go to work trying to come up with their numbers, make sure they get 25 or six, and then they'll set the rules and committees and all sorts of things, and uh, that'll have a lot to do with, uh, well, They'll have enough to do with your future. Uh, what part of that you can be in, who knows? That you'll have to kind of figure out uh, as it comes up. So is there any kind of one or two things? You, you've mentioned, obviously, schools and safety. Are there any particular specific projects that you want to um, really focus on in the early early days? Yes. So, um, for example, in, in, um, in our ward, we, we even have uh, an elementary school that do not have a cafeteria. Uh, Senka Park and Gage Park as well do not have a, a field house, do not have uh, even uh, restrooms that we can use. I've been there with my little ones. Mommy need to go to the restroom. We need to run to the McDonald's. We need to give dignity to our community. We need to yeah. have those places where a community could uh, thrive and, 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 and be able uh, to be there. So, of course, uh, having that cafeteria for the school, that field house for the park, Gage Park uh, library is also too small. We need to the library 
And uh, in a different community, Chicago alone, um, especially uh, all the alleys and the streets, it's been between 23 and 14 and it needs a lot of repairs. Uh, we need to, uh, all the information, our business corridors too, we need to revive those corridors. A lot of the people left our 14 ward or have not been able to establish in 14 ward for many reasons. So we need to bring those tools and that investment to our 14 ward and um, those small businesses to grow and some other new ones to open. So, you know, I have 51st, 55th, 63rd, all the way to 67th um, in Archer Heights, Archer Avenue as well. So we need to revive those business corridors. So, of course, bring that investment, uh, revive those communities. And um, I'm so happy because it's going to be the first time that city, county and state and the federal, which we as a congressman, we're going to be able to work together and better our communities. So I'm so excited because people will see how government is working for them and with them for the first time because we are ready and, and you know it's all about them and it's all about collaborating and working together and bring those resources so I'm so 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 excited about that a collaboration between the levels of government and continue to serve our communities and you know uh, of course I work in the county so all it means for property taxes I know how to do all those applications and, and I'm, I'm willing to have workshops together with Commissioner Anaya but in my office office with my staff about doing that as well so I feel I, I feel good you know about all the things that we're already planning and um and people excited um to work with us so yes I, I ambition great things yeah well your excitement shows which is good but I'm glad you mentioned the other point because in discussing those needs whether it's bathrooms and schools uh field house or all sorts of things you mentioned something very important uh, you were involved in county government, and now you're going to be an alderman in the city council, but you're already building, you have allies, state senate, congress, state house, which is terribly important because money flows uh, from a lot of different directions. And so you never know when one of your colleagues in Springfield might be able to make sure they get a library and whatever. So I think that collective approach can be really good for a neighborhood that has yeah, no, and then also as a former educator, as a mom, as an active uh, person in the community, and also uh, managing all those efforts with Commissioner Anaya, I'm just so excited uh, for all the good work that we're going to do. I, I I had to bring this up. I mean, when I'm thinking about that, I'm almost jealous because like when I started, because uh, way back in 1979, but everybody was against me. You know, the ward committee, no, well, not the ward committee, but only for a short time, but the mayor the vast majority of the city council, the state rep, the state senator, um, the congressman, everybody was kind of a political enemy. Um, so I think you've got, uh, got a lot of things going for you. Um, is there anything else you want to tell us uh, again about the future? You're gonna be very soon now, we'll have the, the runoff for mayor and we'll also find out about the other 14 city council spots. And then you'll be having lots of meetings as people try and shape uh, the council. Um, but any any last comments? I just think it's really important that people know who some of their elected officials are, particularly someone as kind of young and talented as you are. So um, any last words? Sure, that I am, as you know, I'm excited to serve in city council, and I want to continue to reiterate that um, our community, uh, stakeholders, and other elected officials would always have a seat in the table. I'm open to always hear 
uh, better ways to do stuff, right? I may know my ways, but sometimes uh, some other things that uh, they know it's uh, they're better. So I want to reiterate that um, I'm open to suggestions. I'm always going to be open for people to come in and share their experiences and also to help me build. As I said, we need to build back our communities. And I need every single resident in my ward to be involved, right? Because we're these together. I'm going to be the voice in city council for everybody, but I but I need them. I need them to call my office. I, I need them to come in. Uh, I need them to get involved as well uh, so we can work together, right? Is That's the only closing remarks that I want to say. I, I, I need every single person uh, to come join me in this work, but also I, I can address and stress how how humble, how happy I feel about this opportunity, blessed, like you can tell. Uh, but also um, I wanna thank all of the volunteers, all of my staff, but the community that they gave me this opportunity. I really feel uh, excited and ready to serve better a community, but I can't thank enough uh, them giving me the opportunity uh, to work together. Well, I'm delighted uh, for two reasons. One is because um, Ed Burke represented, um, you know, I, I, I wish no one harm, but represented some of the worst of Chicago politics. Um, one of the most significant things changed in the last four years was that the kind of stuff that Ed Burke did and others did is no longer allowable. You cannot do like he did, um, be head of the finance committee very powerful position, and at the same time represent United Airlines and Trump and a whole, whole bunch of other things. Uh, that's a very important thing because for long the city council uh, was so busy trying to help their rich friends that didn't often serve Chicago. So one, I'm just delighted to see uh, that he's gone, <laughs> and I'm delighted um, for your success. Again, a great attitude, understanding how important it is to talk to people, and I think you're you're often be very busy. People will call you. They'll appreciate that. Um, but also be very demanding because you'll run into the the bureaucratic challenges to make those changes. So uh, I wish you the best. I thank you for being on the show today. And I'm uh, looking forward to the inauguration. I might even come myself. So. No, of course. You'll be invited, David. I really appreciate you uh, inviting me to this space. And I know you were an alderman, so also let me know. Uh, better ways to handle stuff because you have the experience. As I said, I'm well, we always open to, to hear. Uh, well, don't uh, worry. Please. I won't be a good friends and people that really understand how important. Um, again, I want to thank you very much. Sorry, we're getting a little bit of feedback. Um, I'm not quite sure why today, but um, thanks and good luck. You uh, have a few, uh, not too long of a time before you are working long, long hours. So congratulations. Thank you so much, David. Looking forward to continue this conversation. I really appreciate you inviting me to this space today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all. Um, remember, you can uh, listen to this show and others um, at Spotify um, and check out some of the past shows if you like. Uh, thank you very much. Good day.